Welcome to this God-inspired message from Shofar Christian Church. Enjoy today's message. May you experience the presence of our Father and may you grow deeper in your relationship with Him. Welcome to Church at Home. As always, it is an incredible privilege and a pleasure to be sharing these few moments together, to share them together in the Word, to share them together knowing that the Spirit of the Lord Jesus unites us. I trust that 2021 has been good for you so far. I can hardly believe we're at the end of January. We really have flown into this year and it seems to be flying past. And I know that the best is still to come. In our office meeting recently, we sang an old, well-known song that greater things are still to come. Greater things are still to be done in this city. And I believe as we continue on towards 2021, as our sails remain hoisted, we trust that the Spirit of the living God breathes upon them to usher us forth into the waters that He has before us. I trust Greater things are still to come in your life. Today is the first Sunday of the month. And as has become our tradition, we like to have communion together on this day. And so if you don't have close by, I want to invite you to pause the video and go and fetch the elements. Something to drink. I know we're not allowed having wine. Um, so some grape juice or whatever you have available. Even some water will do. Just something that can symbolize a reminder of the blood of Jesus and the piece of bread. Welcome back. I hope that you're ready with the communion elements and we will share that together in just a few moments. I spoke to us recently about the fact that God's promises and God's plans and God's purpose remain unchanged. That those things that He has spoken to us, that He has set before us, that God remains true to them, that what God has said, God will do. Abraham, the father of our faith, received a promise and had to wait about 20 years for the fulfilling of that promise for God to give him a son. And so as we continue to hold on to the promises, I want to remind you, that in Jesus, all of God's promises are yes and amen. That what God has promised, God will fulfill. And so I hope that in these last few weeks, you have spent some time revisiting your promises, revisiting those words that you felt God has spoken to you. Perhaps you're new to the faith and you spent these last few weeks receiving promises for the first time. Such a precious moment, such precious times as we hear the Spirit of the Lord speaking to us, revealing to us the plans and the purposes of God. And as we, as we think of these promises, for some of these promises are, are promises of breakthrough, promises of healing and promises of restoration. For some of us, they are promises of advancement, of taking new territory. For th- some of us, they are just promises that relate to the desires within our hearts. Jesus says that if we delight ourselves in Him, He will give us the desires of our hearts. And so we have a variety of different promises 
perhaps our promises related to our family, our children, our hopes and our, our dreams for our family one day. Perhaps for some of us, it's a, a promise of just financial breakthrough, of seeing God's grace and His favor just come through in that way. For some of us, it's a dream for us to see the kingdom of God advance, to see souls saved. It's promises around eternity and eternal destinies. For some of us, promises around our careers, around our studies, around our health, around our bodies. So many promises that God speaks to us, and we should hold every one of them dear. And with those promises sort of in the front of our mind, I want to read for us today a precious passage from Luke chapter 7. It's a passage Jesus has just finished teaching. He spent a bit of time just sharing to the multitudes about what it means largely to follow Jesus. And as he departs from there, we pick up the story at the beginning of Luke chapter 7. When Jesus had finished saying all this to the people, he returned to Capernaum. At that time, the highly valued slave of a Roman officer was sick and near death. When the officer heard about Jesus, he sent some respected Jewish elders to ask him to come and heal his slave. So they earnestly begged Jesus to help the man. If anyone deserves your help, he does, they said, for he loves the Jewish people and even built a synagogue for us. So Jesus went with them. But just before they arrived at the house, the officer sent some friends to say, Lord, don't trouble yourself by coming to my home, for I am not worthy of such an honor. I am not even worthy to come and meet you. Just say the word from where you are, and my servant will be healed. I know this because I am under authority of my superior officers, and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say, go, and they go, or come, and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. Turning to the crowd that was following him, he said, I tell you, I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. And when the officer's friends returned to his house, they found the slave completely healed. What an incredible story of God's faithfulness. Here is a man, a centurion, a person who is highly regarded by the Jews. It's interesting because he was a Roman oppressor and the Jews looked up to him. They cherished this man. This was a man who had found favor in their sight. And they come to Jesus on his behalf. They say, Jesus, this man, if anyone deserves, if we can deserve favor here on this earth, then this man does. The great news is, None of us truly deserve God's favor. It's all that His grace that He extends towards us. And so God extends grace to this man. And this man, his heart is for his slave. He has a dream. He has a hope around the slave within his house. He doesn't want to see his slave suffer. He wants the slave to remain with him. He obviously doesn't want the slave to die. And so as we think about the different promises in our lives I wonder what it would look like if we were to say, Jesus, would you come and speak your word over my promise? This man realizes that he doesn't even need Jesus to come to the house. Just a word from Jesus will change everything. We see the disciples realize this later on 
when they're in a big storm on the boat and they're about to die and Jesus is asleep. Isn't it amazing how sometimes we forget that Jesus is still in the boat with us? In the midst of the storm, we think we're going to die and eventually they're going to wake up Jesus. And then Jesus speaks a word and the disciples are amazed. They say, who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him? And yet here is a man, a Roman man, and he understands that just a word from Jesus is enough to change everything. Just a word from Jesus will bring truth to pass. It is a word from Jesus that created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, the earth was formless and void, and then God began to speak. And as he spoke, he shaped, he formed, he created all that we have here today. The beginning of the book of John starts that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. We realize that Jesus as the Word of God, when the Word is spoken, when He speaks the Word of God, everything changes. Just as an aside, starting on the 1st of February on our YouTube channel and a podcast as well, we will be doing a daily Bible study about following Jesus, starting with the books of John. You're welcome to join us for that. It's going to be an incredible time of growth. But here we see Jesus, the Word of God. Jesus speaking the Word. And as He just releases the Word, as He speaks a Word, that man's servant is healed. And so my message for us today is a simple one. My encouragement to you today is a simple one. My encouragement is, will you go and ask Jesus to speak His Word over your dreams and over your desires? Will you go to Jesus and ask Him to speak His Word over your promises? Will you go to Jesus and ask Him to speak His Word over your life? What is that area that you are trusting God for? As you look not only towards 2021, but as you look over your life, as you look over the significant areas of your life, your family, your career, the challenges you face, the dreams, the opportunities that are laid before you. What would it look like if we were to say, Jesus, may I have faith in this area? Jesus, would you speak word into this area? This Roman soldier, he understood that the word of Jesus is enough. And I want us just to look at this last bit of this passage what Jesus says about this Roman man. When Jesus heard this, we're reading from verse 9 again. When Jesus heard this, he was amazed. I wonder if you and I could have faith that amazes Jesus. I don't think Jesus was amazed on this earth too often. But this day, Jesus was amazed. Turning to the crowd that was following him, he said, I tell you, I haven't seen faith like this in all Israel. I haven't seen faith like this. I wonder what our lives would look like if we were to embrace, embrace faith like this. Faith that realizes that a word of Jesus is enough. The centurion, as he sent the second set of messengers to Jesus, the words that they spoke was simply this, I am not even worthy to come and meet you. Just say the word from where you are. Just say the word. And today I want to invite you to pray that prayer, to say, Jesus, would you say the word? 
I'm trusting Jesus for big things. I'm trusting Jesus not just in 2021, but over the remainder of my life, I'm trusting Jesus for big things. Over my daughter's lives, I'm trusting Jesus for big things. Over our church community, over you, I'm trusting Jesus for big things because we serve a big God. We serve a God who can just speak a word and everything changes. And so let us invite Jesus to release his word. Let us invite Jesus to say, Jesus, speak your word over my circumstance, over my situation. Jesus, speak your word over my fear. Jesus, speak your word over my health. Jesus, speak your word over my friend, my family, my company. Some of us in our companies are going through incredibly challenging times. Some of us in our families, perhaps even somebody that you love is incredibly sick, COVID or whatever it may be. Jesus, your word is enough. We're going to take communion together now. And as we do that, let us remind ourselves that the cross of Christ is enough. Let us remind ourselves that when Jesus was hung on the cross, when he shed his blood and it dripped down, we didn't have any grape juice in the house, but we did have some grapes in the fridge, some white grapes, unfortunately not red grapes. But I went and took some of those grapes one by one and I squished them. As I squeezed them, the grape juice dripped out into the cup. In the same way, when Jesus was hung on the cross, his blood dripped out for you and for me. And in just a moment, we're going to remind ourselves of that. We're going to remind ourselves that by his stripes, we are healed. We are going to remind ourselves that it's not about us being good enough. It's not about us deserving the grace of God. It is that gift of God that he has given to us because of the cross. Can we pray together? Jesus, we thank you today that your word has always been enough. Your word was enough to put every star in the sky. Your word was enough to put breath in our lungs. And so, Jesus, we ask that you would bring your word into our lives. Bring your word over our lives. Bring your word over our circumstances. Just there where you are right now, don't you want to take a moment and ask Jesus to bring his word into the area in your life that you need his word. Bring his word over, your, over his promises. To bring his word over the challenges. Just take a moment and ask Jesus to speak his word. Jesus, even as you speak your word, we thank you that you are the word who became flesh. And so as we're about to eat together, we remind ourselves of your death and of your resurrection. That Christ, you truly are sufficient. Thank you, Jesus, for your body. Let us eat together. And Jesus, even as those grapes were pressed so that the grape juice, Lord, may come out and into this cup, thank you that your body was broken so that your blood may flow. 
because it is your blood that washes, that cleanses, that restores. And so we remind ourselves of the power of your blood to transform in Jesus' name. Let's drink together. Amen. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. If today was the first time that you prayed a prayer, something like this, asking Jesus to wash and to cleanse you, or perhaps you just want somebody to pray with you, we would love to contact you. We would love to get to know you a little better. In the description part of this video, there is a link you can follow that will take you to a prayer form. Please send us your details. We would love to pray with you. You can also subscribe to our channel right here or watch another sermon that I know will bless you. Have a fantastic day further. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Christian Church. We believe that you enjoyed your time with us, establishing God's kingdom and His glory in your life. For more info, call us on 012-362-1363. Email us, pretoria at shofaronline.org. Browse our website, www.shofaronline.org. Or like us on facebook.com forward slash shofarpretoria.